0: Hi, uh, this is Gavin Gervinone. Um I'm just doing a quick podcast. Uh, just Having just got back from my annual summer holiday, uh, I went away to beautiful Crete uh, with my family and had uh, two weeks of, uh, honestly, uh, bliss. I didn't have to do any work, uh, which explains why I have been incommunicado in for the uh, last two uh, weeks. Uh, I did manage to get one MS Selfie um, newsletter out uh, around the MMR M- 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 vaccine issue. Um, while on holiday, I tried to avoid my daily work. In other words, I wasn't really checking and responding to emails. I didn't do any uh, usual social media activity around multiple sclerosis. Didn't read any medical journals. Didn't correct any manuscripts. And now I've come back to an avalanche of work. Um but the break did allow me to read some very good books. Um, I spent some quality time with my family. And because of the nature of a summer holiday, I had time for reflection and some deep thinking. And it's clear to me that the biggest issue in multiple sclerosis is the fact that we are stuck in an old paradigm uh, around MS being an autoimmune disease. Uh, and it's holding us back. And I think we definitely need a, a paradigm shift if we are going to make substantial progress in the future, particularly rapid progress. And um, I also realize as I'm aging, I'm now 58, and I don't have much productive time left as a researcher. And the questions I have to ask myself uh, uh, is what would I would prioritize? MS prevention number 1 on my list uh, you know do we do a vitamin D prevention trial how do we tackle obesity smoking then we really do need to get a, a vaccine trial off the ground in terms of uh, Epstein-Barr virus uh, as a preventive strategy <clears throat> I personally think uh, we we can cure people of MS uh, I think the data is emerging uh, in people who have used immune reconstitution therapies very early in the disease. A lot of them are in long-term remission without any evidence of MS. And the question I need to ask is, are they cured? And if they are cured, why aren't we treating more patients like this? So Do I spend my time trying to convince the MS community uh, of this observation? Uh, and how do we drive the adoption of early immune reconstitution therapies as a, a treatment paradigm? Uh, that may cure a proportion of people with multiple sclerosis. Uh, To be honest with you, I have been trying, (laughs) not very successfully, because when you actually look at uh, prescription figures uh, across the world, uh, they're actually decreasing uh, for immune reconstitution therapies, not increasing, despite the data. Then, as you know, um, I'm a big proponent of uh, smoldering multiple sclerosis, in other words, those processes that, that drive MS, despite being free of inflammatory disease activity—in other words, having no relapses or MRI activity—and uh, clearly, we need a different treatment paradigm here, yeah, and we need to start tackling this uh, smouldering disease with add-on combination and add-on combination therapies. And do I spend my time working on this or, or not? And then the other thing I will. I'm a passionate believer in is the holistic management of MS, in other words, the marginal gains, in other words, philosophy. Doing small things around brain health, wellness, optimizes long term MS outcomes. And the problem I have working in the NHS is that our MS services are not configured to deal with the holistic management. We tend to focus on multiple sclerosis and its complications and spend very little time on the health issues. In other words, preventative strategies. And do I spend my time trying to get the NHS to reconfigure how we manage MS to to, to adopt and apply the marginal gains philosophy in the management of MS. Then the other priority that may or may not be valuable is the MS self-management. And revolutionizing MS care, in other words, giving people with multiple sclerosis the tools and education and empowering them to manage their own disease. I personally think this is going to be the revolution in healthcare going forward, not only in MS, but in lots of other chronic disease areas. And we have to create the environment for the rapid adoption of self management. And I suppose MS Selfie is part of this. You know, One of the reasons why I started MS Selfie was because of the lack of information during the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I found the Q&A session I was doing on a daily basis very valuable to people with the disease. And so that led to the creation of MS Selfie. Uh, and do I spend my time expanding MS Selfie and trying to integrate some of the learnings from this into the NHS or other healthcare systems or not? And then finally, uh, MS education, um, to try and inspire the next generation of clinicians and researchers to take up the baton and run with it. I do a lot of MS education, I always have, and I do enjoy it very, very much, but it is very time-consuming, particularly trying to do good quality MS education. And I had this idea brewing in my head to try and create a masterclass for young trainees, both clinicians and researchers, to, to get them to engage with MS research and potentially create the next generation of researchers that are going to transform the MS landscape. One idea that came to me is could I start a foundation, in other words, raise funds uh, and then uh, do contract type research, uh, you know, or focused research to that will allow me to stay involved but get other people to do the work. I would love that actually because I think that's the best way of um, making substantial progress rapidly is if you get other people who have the bandwidth uh, and the youth behind them to do the things you want to do. So I would be interested to hear your opinions on what you think my priorities should be. You know, should I drop... uh, five of these six priorities and just focus on one should i stop doing ms selfie and focus on the research Uh, and these are the kind of feedback uh, i'd like from you i must also point out that uh, i've noticed over the last two to three months the number of people who are paying subscribers to ms selfie has dropped off Uh, and i assume this is because the content is not worth paying for or it may relate to the economic crisis at a personal level. People don't think they can afford to subscribe to uh, MS Selfie. But I must point out that I can't do what I want to do with MS Selfie without resources. You know, I want to uh, create a curated microsite and I also want to run a, a MS Selfie, uh, self-management course. And I don't personally have the bandwidth to do this. Uh, and I need to hire professionals to do this for me, which costs money. So like anything in life, uh, resources are critical to achieve uh, progress, to achieve outcomes. So if you are able to uh, afford to make a donation, please do, or become a paying subscriber. I prefer the subscription model simply because it gives me some kind of... Uh, confidence that I'll have enough resource to do the the next three or six months worth of work rather than having to rely on uh, asking for donations intermittently. Anyway, please get back to me using the uh, discussion section on MS Selfie. Ask questions, make comments, uh, and hopefully we can generate some discussion and debate around what you think are the most important priorities uh, in the MS space. (laughs)